It's Amina's House Podcast, episode 142. Welcome, Amina. Say what? I'm Shayna B. Oh, that's for me. Sherlock Homeboy, Garnett Briscoe. Get it together. <laughs> Dex the one. Dex the one. <laughs> so literally, we've been talking about this for weeks, about Megan not admitting who shot her. And then in our feed all this week, what do we see? Megan finally admitting that Tori shot her. What are the the feedback? What is the feedback at this point? I feel like I don't know why she's being demonized. I honestly think she's super brave for um, coming out and being able to speak about it so openly. And uh, I could like I could get her rationale from how she actually handled it in that moment and immediately afterwards, just as far as her saying, you know, she wants to protect them. Um, I can understand her being in that mindset. Everything is brand new in that moment. You really don't know how to act. And you're, you don't, I'm pretty sure it's embarrassing to be in that moment with cops and friends around and you're the one that's injured. You don't want a lot of people, you know, knowing all of the details to that, at least until, you know, maybe things get a little better. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with her coming out and speaking out against it and, uh, Anybody that I guess is questioning her to the point of like calling her a snitch, I think it's a little ridiculous. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I was just happy that she did. I mean, we all knew at this point who done it, but I was happy that she did. But to your point, like obviously she's a victim in this. And you know, I just feel really bad that she felt like she had to protect him even though he wasn't protecting her. So, you know, I just, I commend her for telling her truth. Obviously, we could all say, oh, she should have did X, Y, and Z, but none of us were in that situation Mm -hmm. at the time. So she just did, again, and we forget, like, Meg is really young and, again, never been in a situation where she got shot and this is happening and it's with another superstar and, you know, all of these other things that go on in the background. I think it's a little ridiculous that she literally had to show people bullet wounds and like, and tell and name her shooter for people to believe that she was shot. Like who lies about that? I mean, she's a college student. It's not exactly like street. She don't need street cred, like to lie about being shot. Oh, I got shot nine times. I'm 50 cent. I'm hard. You know, like she don't need that. She's in college. So why would she lie about that? I don't, I, it's frustrating to me that she even had to go to these lengths for people to a either halfway believe her. And now people are still blaming her in some way talking about, well, we don't know what happened in the car. We don't know what she did. Like even in her uh, trying to get people to believe her, people still don't believe her. People still think that she's at fault, which is crazy. Regardless of what happened in the car, I don't think that she, the, the result of it should be anyone shot, let alone. Exactly. Situation. I think what really stuck out to me is when she was saying, like, I didn't want to tell them that there was a gun in the car because we're all black. I think that was one of those things that really stuck yes. out to me. Because at the end of the day, like, she had that assumption, and I think we've seen things in the news that kind of tell you why she had that assumption, that mm-hmm. no matter what, yes, her, co- her feet are covered in blood, but, like, at the end of the day, she's still, like, uh, she's not the victim. She's a criminal in this situation. When those cops came, they, they said gunshots were, were shot. When those cops came, they were looking for any one of those people in that car to be like, which one of y'all had a gun? It wasn't mm-hmm. a situation like, are you okay? And it's like, I understand that where she was coming from. And I think that's a conversation that we really need to be having. Like, why did she, a woman barefoot in a bikini, 
feel like threatened. You know what I mean? Feel like she could, she could, she had to lie and like and all that stuff like that. Like that. Out of everything she told me, that, like that she said, t- told me, and everything that she, she said, definitely like, told that, you. She told she you. She called you, bro. This is what happened, Zach. <laughs> See, what the happened was, <laughs> you know what though? I I don't know if you guys remember, but I actually mentioned that, like, I when they were saying she wasn't cooperating with the police, I actually thought, like, in in that point in what was going on with the world. It doesn't make sense for anyone to cooperate with the police considering what's going on. You know, like this was in the height of the protest that she got shot. Yeah. So it, 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 her mental state was definitely like, they are not my friends. Why would I tell them what's going on? Me, I would have sang like a canary. I would have been like, yeah. he shot me. He got the gun. <laughs> you know, but again, it speaks to just the difference in what people are experiencing, you know, especially with the protests and, and, and how we treat race in this world, you know, in society, how we view the police. Are they helpful? Are they not helpful? Are they hurtful? Are we scared? Do we trust them? You know, it's like a bigger conversation about race relations and police relations, you know? And one other thing I was going to say, what I was disappointed in, too, not only the people that she had to prove that she was shot, was hearing her say, you know, that a lot of it she was coming out because Tory Lanez's publicist and his people were putting out a lot of those false stories. And, like, I get it. I get your client is his bag is getting affected, but he shot her. It's supposed to get affected. Like, he's supposed to have negative repercussions that happen from an action like that. Right, but think about all the women who come forward about things that happen to them and they get demonized. The word that you used, Garnett, by their 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 the people who victimize them. Yeah. You know, or because they're trying to save face or save their career, you know, like I mean, you yeah. should have thought about your career when you thought about shooting the woman. Come <laughs> like, on now. Hello. <laughs> Megan wasn't famous, Tori would get away with this for sure. Like the only reason he's being held accountable for this right now is because she's famous and he's only barely being held accountable right now. Exactly. Right. Like there's no, there's no charges that have been bought. I'm still seeing people talking about, Oh, well, what happened in the car? You know, kind of this like Rihanna and Chris Brown narrative. Oh, well, what did Rihanna do? Or she hit him first as if this woman deserves to have her face beaten in, you know, as if Megan deserves to be shot. Well, whatever you did in the car must have justified this behavior. And there's never any like, Oh well, maybe these men need to start checking their anger or their way of the way that they deal with these difficult situations in their relationships. And that's exactly what I was about to uh, say too. Exactly what you just said. I mean, as far as like, uh, I think we got to look at Tori. Whereas like, that's you need help because nothing like that should be happening. The fact that you have security who's in the car with you guys, why? Doesn't your security have like why it's so many things that's wrong in this situation? Like, why do you have the gun as the superstar in that car? Right. Like, what what possesses you to think that you need it and not the person that is licensed to carry? And that's what you have him around for. Then you have, you know, the other women that are in the car uh in the car that you have to take into account too. You never know if somebody pushes the gun. You never know what can happen when you pull a gun out and it's off safety where, you know, you can actually shoot somebody else. Anything could have happened, a ricochet. So it's, it's definitely things that's like, you, he, sh- he needs to definitely talk to somebody and get that 
worked out because the, the, I, I'm not even sure how this, something like this can even happen with these two people. That's a good point. Like, bro, you shot her. She didn't have a gun. She didn't have a knife. Like, I'm pretty sure you didn't feel like your life was threatened. Like, what did she right. say to you to hurt your ego to the point where you felt like you needed to shoot her? Like, what the hell's wrong with you, boy? Right. I will say the one person who was probably super relieved right now is Tory security guard because you know if Megan didn't come out, that man was taking his charge. He's probably like, thank you, God, Megan. <laughs> That's well, a really good point, Dex. <laughs> we didn't even know the security guard was in there until right. recently, right? right. Before we saw it, that made the situation worse. Like, bro, you got security in there? You shot this woman? Like, what is wrong with you? There's no reason for you to fear your life. You had a whole security guard in there. Megan had her home girl. Like, hello. Uh, you you couldn't pay me to have a gun on me around Meg the Stallion. Why am I having a gun? <laughs> in Hollywood. Right, in Hollywood. Pay me enough. Coming from Kylie's house. <laughs> right. What's <laughs> your threat? <laughs> All right. Well, moving on, something very uh, uh, positive. Monica versus Brandy. Yeah. I mean, I thought this would never happen. I thought Brandy would never allow this to happen, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is well, like 30 years too late, but I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> Cardette did not say 30 years too late. Well, I was going to say, you know, Brandy did release her new project. So we know how, you know, it goes around those promotional times. That's like you know, free promotion right there. So you, I, I do think the funniest meme I've seen is the one that keeps saying, who's going to decide to play the boy is mine? <laughs> like, that, that, that is, like, what I'm waiting to see. And then I saw that they had the old Steve Madden shoes, like, getting ready okay. for my Monica versus Brandy. <laughs> and Monica said, y'all better stop playing with us. <laughs> I, I think Monica's going to kill. I love me some Monica. Look, Monica looks real classy and real cute, but she will cut you in yeah, two will. heartbeats. And I am team Monica. I just, I mean, my only issue with this whole thing is that, like, we've not known them to be on good terms. Like, you know, right. what I mean? like, without the versus people, like, they were kind of cool with each other. Monica and Brandy, the last time I heard the two of them in the news, like, they were kind of coming for each other. So it's like, I know, like you, like, like Shannon said, Brandy has this new project that she wants to promote. But, like, are you sure this is a good idea? Like, is, <laughs> is the tension not there? Are you guys cool? Because y'all going to be in the same sound studio, to get, studio together or whatever. You don't, I don't want you fighting at Tyler Perry's studios. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think they're going to keep it cute. I don't think Brandy's going to scrap. Brandy's not a scrapper. Like now, Brandy has the mouth. I think that's what it was before. Brandy has a smart mouth, and Monica is the scrapper. I think Brandy will say some smart or give like a side eye or something like that, and Monica, instead of going back and forth, she might hit you again. <laughs> you know what, Jack? <laughs> I feel like Brandy might think like, her career is better i feel like because think about it she was black cinderella you know what i'm saying like she was in a wit in a in a movie with whitney you know she had a sitcom you right, know we just she, talked about it like, right <laughs> like i and this might not even be the case but just the vibe i get from both of their personalities i might feel like maybe brandy maybe feels like she's better than monica you know because she has all these extra other things yeah, her her career definitely has a lot of like her highs are really high. Like she she has some pretty big moments in her career. Uh, I happen to, I guess, just kind of like listen to some of their music today to like refresh myself. I knew we were gonna be talking about it, and 
I don't know a whole lot of Brandy songs. So I think just off like default, I think mine is going to take it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just my opinion on that. But Well, Brandy yeah. hasn't released as much music as Monica. You know, like this album that just came out, we haven't had an album what? from her in how long? What? How old are y'all? What am I? Oh, no, no, I mean, first of all, no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, in our current, like, our current, the last 10 years, Brandy had this album. That's why it was so big because she's not been releasing music. But I was going to say to your point, Dex, one of the things that she's open about on this project is that she suffered from like some bipolarism. I do know she was involved in a car accident about like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, where she like rear-ended somebody and somebody passed. So she's kind of going through a lot and that could have affected her relationship, you know, with people and things like that and how she deals with Monica. Yeah, and the engagement too. She talked about that on this album too. Like, Mm -hmm. Like the album is actually not horrible. I don't think it's like her best work or whatever, but like, I'm happy to see Brandy back out there. And if this is one of those things that'll push her and Monica back out to the forefront, I'm here for it. All I know is I was supposed to interview Brandy for her new album and she kept canceling and moving it back. And I was just like, girl, when they came back, when they came back around, I was like, I'm good. You're not going to keep. That's what it was. You're not going to keep canceling (laughs) and moving stuff back. But let's revisit this conversation because I have to put the Bible out on you, Garnett. Okay, so here are some Brandy songs. I want to be down. I want to be down for, okay? The Boy Is Mine, which we know. uh, Sitting up in my room. I'm here thinking about you. Almost doesn't count. Almost Almost doesn't count. It's my favorite. Favorite. Have you ever loved somebody? Um, Angel in Disguise. Hello. Yeah. Um, sitting on top of the world, top of the world, top of the world with Mace. Yeah. Uh, who is she to you? Was a banger. What about us? She got a couple. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that she don't. I'm just saying I'm not like super familiar outside of her. I guess like big records that kind of everybody knows. But outside of that, I'm not too familiar of any of her music. So I maybe only know six or seven songs of hers where Monica I probably know about 15 like oh I remember this I remember this oh you be boo loving to Monica (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know like literally I'm impressed that you know 15 Monica songs I didn't know I'm I'm just saying it's more than uh Brandy I wanted to call her Moesha my bad (laughs) (laughs) you know what I always said angel of mine is gonna be my wedding song now, now I gotta find a man, but I have my wedding song already. <laughs> it's funny when you say that because Angel of Mine was one of my wedding songs too. Until my fiance was like, "No." <laughs> well, if you were to marry me, I would be like, "Let's make it our song." <laughs> so who do y'all got? Monica. So she until Monica plays Angel of Mine. Whatever Brandy puts up against that is gonna lose, but Brandy beats Monica. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one for me. I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm so in between with them. It's okay. tough. We never talked about Rick Ross and 2 Chains, so I was all like Team 2 Chains. What do you guys think about how that played out? That was the only verses I've been correct on so far. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one. So, like, I, I'm saying it's Monica stuff, but the only one I got right was Rick Ross. That was the only one. Really? I felt like Rick played some album cuts that I don't feel like he should have played. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really loved 2 Chainz. Like, 2 Chainz would come with, you know, the trap music that I want to hear. 
I just think for me, like uh, with that one, it was just a fun time. Like I like the vibe mm-hmm. of that one. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like a competition, mm-hmm. whereas this next one feels like a competition. That one just felt fun. You know what I mean? Like with the with the strippers and everything. Like that was just right. a good time. I agree. I agree. I don't think any of them won. I just think I enjoyed it. Period. All right. Uh, moving on. So this has been like a, a conversation for a long time. Um, so it kind of seems, and the internet's kind of make this, you know, kind of more of a thing. It seems like Jay-Z is always dropping music when Nas drops music. Like he dropped King's Disease on Friday and then Jay-Z comes with this song about black entrepreneurship. And it just seems like this happens all the time. Like, do you think this is happening on purpose? So I can't remember when Nas did his last project with Kanye, did Jay-Z drop music then? Remember, that was delayed, too. So the night that it was supposed to drop, it never came out because Kanye was holding it back. And Nas had to go out and say, I'm so sorry, guys. It's not on iTunes and everywhere yet. And then Kanye, like, randomly dropped it at some time the next step. So I think that's the only time that Jay-Z did not. Hold on. I, I, I feel like that same weekend, that's when him and Beyonce, like, dropped that Oh, you're right. Because, because I was actually at Mina's house. She had a party. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Uh, that was the only time I wasn't sure, but you're right. Well, I mean, I think it kind of the apple, the apple is being passed back and forth because at the time Kelly Rowland releases something, Beyonce throws something out too. Like this is what they tend to do over there in the Carter household. Mm. Okay, so I remember, okay, we've talked about all of this on the podcast, right? Because we talked about Nas last, it was a year ago, Garnett, that we talked about this, yeah, right? Yeah, it was. So I have to read, think about my answer because when it's Kelly Rowland and Beyonce, I remember saying, Garnett, we spoke about this. I'm like, there's no way Beyonce is planning her life around Kelly Rowland. Like, that's just not happening, right? But now that it's the other way around, I'm like, yes, Jay-Z be dropping stuff when Nas be dropping stuff, right? I feel that way, but now I gotta apply that same thinking. I highly doubt that Jay-Z's planning his life around what Nas is doing. But it does feel that way to me for a long time. And they've had this little secret rivalry for a long time, sometimes very public and sometimes not so public. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's definitely shots. Uh, I, I guess when you're uh, two guys of that caliber, it's hard not to know what other people are doing. You know, y'all, you guys are in the same industry. I'm pretty sure you guys talk. So you know the music is coming. Why do you still do this is a real question. I don't know why. We thought it was swept under the rug. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe they signed a deal where they have to do this. I have no clue. But it happens every time. I'm not sure. I was going to say, that's not true, though, about being in the same industry and knowing. Because to the point, when Beyonce drops, nobody she doesn't make, mm-hmm. nobody knows it's coming. We're just, like, up scrolling through Instagram, and then it just comes other than you know, the Black is King project because Disney purposely wanted to promote that. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like Nas and Kelly Rowland normally just have, like, marketing attached to their projects. And, like, so you know it's coming. Even though Nas' marketing was only, like, what, a a week? Yeah, it wasn't long. Right. but Because of what happened last year, I think. Right. So, like, (laughs) there's some kind of marketing, so you kind of know it's coming. Like, last year, he was promoting the heck out of that joint, and Kanye was sitting somewhere in Wyoming, like, yep, not uploading it. 
<laughs> Don't do that to Nas. That was so. I that felt was, so that embarrassed. Was like, I love Nas, and that's, I felt so embarrassed for it when that happened. Don't do that to my baby daddy, okay? That's Kanye you your baby daddy. Oh, what? My, oh, y'all arguing over Nas? Huh? Wait, I said, wait, is Kanye your baby daddy? No, I'm Nas. Nas. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I felt bad that Kanye did that to him. Like, that was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I still don't like Khalees because she got you know, because they was together. Like I said, milkshake, bro. That's to the yard. No, I won't even. I wouldn't even wish a happy birthday on air. Mina's gonna start dropping projects when Khalees drops something. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. So our so- oh, uh, do you want to talk about Nas's album, um, Garnett? I know you know. Tell me what your thoughts are. I, I listened to it uh, about two times through. Uh, oh, say yeah. What I'd say is it was uh, it was pretty goddamn good music on there, man. I was uh, I was impressed, I guess, by just the production, beat selection. Hey boy. The, yeah, I, I just felt like he wanted to play ball with everybody else. He didn't just want to keep his ball and do his own thing. And he he gave the fans, you know, something to listen to. Hopefully, you know, we could continue to listen to it. You know, next year, years on. Yeah. All right. So let's get to our topic. Um, this is a Shayna slash Dex production <laughs> for this topic. So, uh, do you care who your ex dates after you? So let's get the backstory here. So the backstory that 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 which is why I want to talk about it is you know there is an internet superstar Jeffrey Star who is, um, I don't know if he's transgender. I don't know what the term is. He's, yeah, I think, I, yeah. I know he, he I don't know. I, I think don't he's a cross-dresser. Maybe okay, he's... they definitely don't use that term. No. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I might have the wrong, because I don't know that he's transgender because he hasn't had, like, the change. The but surgery. He does. So is it transvestite? I guess that's transvestite. So you dress like a woman, but you're a man. But he identifies as a woman. He identifies as a woman, but he doesn't have any boobs, no surgery. He just identifies as a woman in terms of makeup and hair. That's not a cross-dresser? They don't know? Okay, I think the proper term is transvestite, though. Is it? Okay. Because transgender, that's when they change gender. Anyway. Right. So he's been very public, you know, mega superstar. Uh, He actually had some really horrible statements against black people, specifically black men, and had a lot of endorsements pulled over the last like six weeks. So he comes out, you know, putting photos on his Instagram with this international, but they call him basketball star. I had never heard of him, but let's just say the boy played ball overseas. And, you know, then later, you know, the guy made his page private, his baby mom slash, I guess she was his girlfriend, but Jeffree Star is saying that they were not together. She comes out and says, not only did she not know that he was now moving on, he also, she also did not know about, you know, his sexual preference. So I guess in that case, that's what it, it was like, do you care, like, you know, who your ex moves on to? Like, if it is someone of an opposite sex, like, do you care? Does that way, because this girl put up post where she was basically blaming herself that this happened. And, you know, people were telling her, like, it is not your fault that, you know, maybe he hid his sexual orientation from you and some of those things. She did wind up admitting, though, because, you know, I've been all in her IG story that there were signs she just continued to ignore them. Mm. So would you care if you break up, you know, and then you're like ex moves on with anyone, like whether it's an opposite sex, whether he's a loser, like, do you care? 
So before we get to that, I want to be politically correct. So I Googled it. Okay. So I Googled uh, a man who dresses like a woman. So it, Shana, you were kind of right. It says transvestite, but they say they're transgender slash trans now. Okay, so they just call themselves trans. Yeah, are generally okay. accepted and promoted in the terms. They used to describe those who have a gender that's different from the sex assigned at birth. Okay. So the trans. Got it. So they're We're not all caught up trans, Right. Window. I just wanted to make sure I want to, you know, I want people right, to right, right. Exactly. refer to as they want to be referred. Right. So, so. Would, you, would any of you care or do you care about who your ex moves on to, whether gender, race, religion, loser, I care. winner? I care. Like, I, you know, if, I don't know. It's, I know that this is probably going to be like, not a, like a bad thing to say, but if my, if after me, someone goes and changes their gender, it's going to make me feel like maybe I had something to do with that. And I know that's not the case from knowing people who are gay and, and trans. And I know that this is something that you have as a child and you're born with, you know, in a lot of the cases. So I know there's nothing I could do to change it or, or, you know, enhance it, but I would still feel like, damn, like, did I not do something or did I make you aware that you just weren't meant to be with me? Like I, I, I would care. So you would oh. feel like the girl, the girl yeah. in this case who's the one thing I thought was interesting before the guys go is what she said was, is it about money? If so, I would have worked harder. So I'm like, oh, so you already saying, you know, he a clout chaser and he don't care how he get it because that's a very clear statement for you to say, it, was it the money I would have worked harder? Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, like, I know I shouldn't care, but... I'm probably gonna care a little bit. And my example was listen, if my ex guy with Chris Brown, I'ma feel a little different over than a nigga from around the street. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's gonna hit a little different seeing her on red carpets and you know, people, oh my god, look at her. It's like wow, that's you know, I, I don't call myself a hater, but I got damn good reason to hate at that point. So I might do it. Uh hopefully I get over it. But yeah, I uh, I probably care. To my defense, so I've never seen any of my exes with anything better than me. So just, <laughs> never. So there hasn't I, I, been a case where I've been like, oh, I'm jealous or anything. No, bro. I, I think that realistically speaking, I, I would care. But like going through this in real life, like I know that I, I won't care. It's a fake care. Like, for instance, one of my ex-girlfriends, when we broke up, she started dating another guy who I was cool with from high school. And I cared about that because I felt like that relationship was disrespectful to me. Because you, you both knew me. The guy was one, We were cool together. Like, you knew the situation with us, but then you guys go mess with each other. I cared about that. Fast forward, the same girl now seems like she could be on drugs right now. I don't care. I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want nothing to do with it. It's like, it's like, you care, but it's kind of like, you don't care enough to do nothing about it. Like, you care, like, oh, this person's moved on. But then if they fall on hard times, it's like, yeah. Oh, good luck. <laughs> You're like, that's the bullet right there. <laughs> I care. I don't care. I care, especially, like, you bring up a good point. If you're dating my friend, like, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I'm not with you. I don't care. No, I care. You can't be dating my friends. You can't be hooking up with my friends. You can't be texting my friends. None of my family members, nobody I know. Like, yeah, I care who they date. I'm not, like, like doing 
investigative work to find out who you're dating. I don't care like that. But if you're out in the open with it and it's someone that I know, absolutely. Or if it's, a, if it's like, you know, if I'm dating a man and now he's dating another man, I'm like, well, damn. I ain't sucked dick. Got- I ain't sucked the dick the right way. Like, what, what is that no. about? Like, I would, like, I would, did I do something? Like, why after me? Did it- I think, and I think in this case, you know, if, if this is all true, because again, we know stuff happens in this world. If the thing is, I get that people have a stigma, especially black men, about coming out and being true to who they may feel that they are. But it's like, it would be one thing if you were just scared to tell her and then she found out you were bisexual. It's a whole nother thing for you to be on a person who has 3 million Instagram or however many million Instagram followers and you couldn't, and now we have a child. So that's even deeper and you couldn't disclose that. Like, that's a problem. I am going to feel some type of way in that situation. I think in this, in that specific situation, I hate to be this person to say that this is kind of something that like, is like her fault or whatever, because it's nobody's fault. But like... I don't believe her in this situation. The only reason I say that is because like you just said, like he moved on with someone with millions of Instagram followers. And then she's like, oh, I saw the signs. Oh, I'll work harder, like begging him to come back. To me, it seems like you knew what the situation was, but you just wanted it to work so badly. And now it's kind of like, okay, it's not going to work. <laughs> well, apparently she'll, she said she'll still take him back. Even after all this. I never heard a woman in my life be like, if you come back home to me, I'm going to get another job. I never seen that. I don't want nobody that bad. And I understand the whole child factor, but I'm good. But I was going to say, I think that's the bigger thing. Not that he went to go be with a man, because I'm like, if you really love somebody and they switch gender on you, like, yeah, you're going to feel like, did I not do something right? Or even though, like I said, you shouldn't even feel that way because this is something that they have in them already that they're maybe suppressing, but it's more so like you, we have a child together. Like you couldn't tell me beforehand, like, Hey, by the way, you know, I'm interested in men. So I, I can even try to figure out how I even explain that to my child or it's on the internet. Like your kid's going to see that and how you haven't explained it to him yet or her, the child, whoever the child is. What are you about to say, Garnett? <laughs> you know, I was going to say, I mean, maybe he, in his head, he might have thought he left her all of the hints and the, everything that she needed to make a decision. But even with him doing that, I still do think that the, the better decision would have been to just have the conversation with her just let her know exactly what it is. You can still do whatever the hell you want to do, but at least let her know so she can make a decision for herself and not have to live in such a public light and have the public kind of have, you know, uh, input on, you know, her decision, so. But what are the signs to knowing someone's gay? Well, she's saying, she did say, like, because people started coming at her like, oh, you knew, you knew before, and then she did say in her stories, there were little things that I did see that I did ignore. So I don't know what those things were, but obviously she was in a relationship with him, so there might have been just things she's ignored on purpose. It sounded like she did I just want to know how little are we talking? Is it like you saw naked <laughs> pictures of men on his phone or like a pair of panties? Like, what exactly did you see that was a little sign? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's impossible for you to see this. I hate when people are like, you know the signs. Like, no, tell me you're gay. Tell me you like men. Like, what signs? Like, I don't understand what the signs are. I need people to explain that to me because say someone says, oh, I want... I want to try something new sexually and I want something in my butt. I'm not going to like, maybe this is just his fetish or something 
sexual that he wants to do. Like, I'm not going to jump to he's gay. Like, if you are really in a relationship, in a long-term committed relationship, and listen, I've been with someone over five years. I know sex can get boring. You know what I'm saying? And you try to start find ways to make it fun and make it pop. You buying toys. You swinging off of poles. <laughs> you know, everybody doing something different. Something might be like, hey, maybe I want my booty licked. Hey, maybe I want a finger in there. Hey, like there's so many different. <laughs> I love things. how you make it sound. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying, like <laughs> it's good. <laughs> but like, what does that mean? Am I supposed to jump to he's gay because he wants his booty licked, or am I supposed to be like, oh, he just wants something more sexually? So I don't understand when people say you saw the signs. Like, okay, so if you're we're really gonna be. Um, I guess stereotypical about what the gay signs are, then all the men that like their booty lick must be gay. But that's stereotypical. Yeah, that is. So true. why even say that to someone? We don't know what the signs are. Unless you're looking at gay men, you know, or, or gay porn, or maybe that might be one of the signs, but I, it's hard to tell unless she comes out and says it. And some of the right. signs might not even be accurate signs. A man wanting his booty lick is not an indication that he's gay. Well, like I said, obviously you had the sign that he might be a clout chaser because you are specifically saying, is this about money for you? So you had signs that he wants to be seen and on the scene and, and he wants to be Insta famous, which some people, that's what they strive for these days, just to be Insta famous. And they think all these other things come with that, which is sad. But I was going to say that the one thing I don't like is maybe finding out if it's true. Again, Jeffree started saying he was single. That's what he said. She's saying no, as of last week, they were together. I definitely don't like that. Like, don't let me find out through no Instagram or internet right. that you've moved on. And then remember it again, I don't know. We don't know for sure. But that happened with Ben Simmons and Sinasha when she said she found out through watching TMZ that, you know, he had moved on from their relationship and it was never really a break off. It just was like, oh, okay, he's with uh, Kendall now. Okay. Like, and that is embarrassing. To find out anything on the internet or a blog or something, it just has to be really hurtful. I agree. I mean, sometimes people don't owe you that courtesy. If you have a kid, though, that person deserves <laughs> the courtesy to know, period. So, question. All right, so what, what if this is happening? What if he's just not gay? What if he really just a groupie and just trying to get this clout and that's just what he's doing? He's going to be gay. If you do that, <laughs> you get it. And that's okay. <laughs> But like you are like, and, like next because <laughs> it's not just it's not like like you messing with like your homeboy and it's like oh yeah we're experiment we're trying this out you are out there with Jeffrey Star like you come on I mean the fact that the fact that we even found out about this is because this woman Jeffrey Star was hunched over this man with his with her like mm -hmm. legs spread wide open and Rattled. people felt. Like, the tattoos to figure out who come on first of all i'm so proud of the internet how do you figure out from the tattoos everybody need to go work for the fbi <laughs> i mean i yeah he was straddling that man like i don't know yes. what a straight man is gonna allow a, a trans man to straddle him that means like both of your penises were together like this at <laughs> Like no straight no straight man is gonna be okay with your penis being like this with another man's penis. It's well, not. we did see this in Tiger Kings. Remember what's the dude Joe's first husband said he was uh, never gay. That's true. Yeah. He just wanted somewhere to stay. Yeah. 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 It happens.
You might be all right. Just, just live it. That's crazy. You, you couldn't find a sugar mama. Like <laughs> you had to fake liking a whole different gender. That's almost cruel for money. He like that's own. real cruel. Yeah. I thought you really yeah. liked me. Now I think, now I'm trying to think Garnett might have a point. I really think this guy may be like gay for pay or whatever. And then like, he's doing all this situation with this Jeffree Star guy. And like the, the, the ex is over there like, what the hell is going on? He's probably text on the side like, if you just relax, <laughs> he blew it up. I don't think he thought it would get blown up like this. Like then they saw the tattoos, then she started talking. So now you gotta be gay. You don't got no choice. <laughs> so, right, right, right. And, right. You gonna go through now, or at least bi. You have to be at least bi. Yeah. That's where you gotta, you gotta go with your life. He can be bi. Yeah. You gotta get Jeffrey Star and use Angel of Mine to walk down the aisle with it. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> She said, at least got to be bi. <laughs> Jackson, it will listen to Angel and I. He's going to steal your wedding song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else you want to add about this? So, wait. I don't know what the answer is. Does everybody care? We no? all sound like we were would possibly be a little bothered, but it might not linger. Yeah. That, that, that's the perfect answer. Yeah. I think that's the honest answer. Because even when Dex said, like, um, I get fake mad, like, Sometimes you're like, you could even question yourself, like, why am I really mad though? Mm-hmm. But like, I think the initial human feeling is like, for real? Oh, okay. Well, none of my exes really move on ever. They just keep hitting me up. They still in the DMs. <laughs> and I the text messaging, well. all of that. My no, my one ex apologized for something he did five years ago, like recently. Ooh, Was it during quarantine? Yeah, that's yeah it's after quarantine and I, I was telling my cousins I'm like girl y'all know he only apologized because he was lonely as hell in that quarantine and he realized all these other chicks that came after me ain't ish and now you trying to come back and apologize to me five years later no sir that Did apolog- you go back? no <laughs> no you you know what that is someone does like this dude out literally ghosted me before that was even a term after a five-year relationship and like there was no explanation why and like you know even though i knew i was a good girlfriend you still end up thinking what did i do in the same situation to what i was telling you and you try to convince yourself like okay if someone goes to you it got nothing to do with you and it got everything to do with them it's kind of like when your parents teach you when someone's mean to you it's not because of you it's because they're unhappy so you try to say that to yourself but you're still like what did I do? Could I have done this better? Could I have done that better? It's still always lingering in your mind. And then five years later, he apologizes and then confirms to you that it was all him and not you. Like, you let all this time pass by. You should have done this years ago. Very true. Anyways, anything y'all want to add? I have my little ponytail today. so I'm, I see it swinging. I'm doing all this today. Um, anybody want to add anything? All right. Well, subscribe on YouTube. I keep saying that. Please Please, just watch us. (laughs) And uh, thank you to everybody who's also listening in the audio form. And thank you for listening. It's the Mina's House podcast. Episode 142. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Sherlock Homeboy, a.k.a. Garnett Briscoe. That's the one. That's the one and the two and the three. And we out. (laughs)